0: Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to Overcome Yourself. Um, I'm here today with Miss Amy. um, And Amy is, you're a coach, right? You're a mindset coach and you specialize in stories, which are so powerful. So take it away, Amy. Tell me all about you and how you help your clients and how you can, you know, use stories to just make the world better to help people. (laughs)
1: So I'm Amy and I am a growth mindset coach. And what I do is I help people get out of, or I help women, I work with women, get out of their own way, find their voice and take action. And I do that by helping them find the stories that are holding them back. Because we all have stories that we tell ourselves and some of them are beneficial, some of them are neutral, but a lot of times the ones that are holding this back are the ones that are negative. And when we find those stories and we acknowledge them, we're able to change them so that they can benefit us instead of holding us back.
0: Yeah, and and those stories, a lot of times um, we develop them to keep ourselves safe, right? So it's not necessarily like a negative thing. Um, that's one of the things I learned was having to accept those stories like as a part of you. Um, and it's not a bad thing. It's just, you know, something that we've got to learn. So um tell me about uh more about like what you do and how overcoming yourself has been a part of becoming a coach. And um, I also wanna mention you're doing how is your your daily video thing going. You're, your 365
1: days. Talk to me about all of that. Okay. So, um, I wanted to like circle back really quick. You yes. said, um, you were, you just mentioned about the stories and another thing to think, to, to keep in mind is you don't, you don't give all of your stories to yourself. You get stories from your family. You get stories from your, from everybody that has influenced you in your life mm-hmm. and they don't necessarily give them to you to hurt you. Um, I actually just spoke about this on one of my 365 days of live. And I'm going to tell you really quick because I think it's so powerful. Um, This girl was watching her mom cook a roast and as she's watching her mom, her mom's cutting off both ends of the roast and she goes, Mom, why, do you, why are you cutting off the, ro- uh, the ends of the roast? And the mom's like, I don't know. My mom always did it, so I I just, I've always done it. And she's like, okay. So she goes to her grandma and she says, hey grandma, why are you cutting off? The, why do you cut off the ends of your roast? And she's like, I, I don't know my mom always did it. So she goes to her great-grandma and she said, Grandma, why do you cut off the ends of your roast. And she said. I had a small oven and the whole roast would never fit into my oven so I had to cut off the ends of it so that it would fit in my oven so that's like a to me that's like a push kind of moment because a lot of times things are passed down to us and we hold those into stories like oh you have to cut the the ends off the roast because that's just how you have to do it but we don't question why we're doing it or what the purpose is and it it was beneficial to great grandma, but it doesn't do us any good at all. Wow, that's so, awesome. Yeah, I I love that that um, that little story because I feel like it it, it embodies all of that. Um, so you asked me about the 365 days of live. So in December, I decided that I was going to get out of my comfort zone. And I um, I had been a coach for about six months and I was like, you know what? I am a little nervous about talking on camera. So how can I get out of this? And I seen someone doing a Facebook live challenge and I'm like, you know what? I love this idea. And I was scared to death. I was so scared. And if you go back and I'm on day 196, I think today. I know, Yay! right? Um, but if you go back and look at like my first couple of videos, I'm like, uh uh, <laughs> yeah. I was so nervous and I would like practice for like an hour or two before I would get on and do it. And I would do it for like a minute <laughs> because I was so nervous. And now I like. Half the time, I don't even think about it. I just hop on and I just start talking. I love it. So it's, um, I think that being comfortable with being uncomfortable is good. And anytime that we can step out of our comfort zone, we're going to grow. And it's made me a better speaker. I can stand in front of anybody and talk.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, that's the only way that we can really find our voice, right, is to use it right and I, I understand like when I first started recording you know these podcasts and I was by myself or doing the interviews and I was so nervous and I'd be like stumbling over myself and I'd be like mm, and, mm, and, uh, and you know and y- you got to go through that and you got to face it and you got to just do it and take imperfect action I was just talking with another one of my clients about how important it is to stop waiting for perfection and just take imperfect action. Like you're not, you're not married to it. Like you can change it later. You know, you just got to do it. Um, And so that's a great testament, you doing your lives. And I mean, like you definitely do not look nervous at all. You don't sound nervous. So obviously it's working. (laughs) Right.
1: And, And I think that, like you said, it's imperfect action. You have to go through, like everybody wants that secret sauce, like how do I become better at this? you just have to do it.
0: Just have to do it. Yeah. And
1: and I could either do it sporadically whenever do the live sporadically and it would take me 2 years to get as comfortable as I am now or I could just jump in and say we're doing it <laughs> <laughs> and it takes 6 months and I'm comfortable, you know. So um you just have to do it. You have to you have to go through the process.
0: And so part of doing that is um getting a coach right um that's something that you told me that you had to do when you know you had to bite the bullet and get a coach so you want to talk a little bit about the importance of having someone in your corner like a coach like you or like me mm-hmm.
1: so um do I want me to give you my little my story about how i came to uh, um find a coach or decide that i wanted a coach
0: yes yes okay.
1: definitely so um i Um, I'm going to get real deep right here, if that's cool with you. Let's do it. (laughs) So um, I grew up poor. I grew up really poor. um, And I have been around uh, alcoholism, drugs. I um, was a dancer for almost 12 years. And um, I met my husband. And my husband is from a middle-class family. All of his friends were all working in corporate America and everybody had their stuff together, you know? And when I met him, I was, um, leaving, leaving dancing and I was trying to find my place. And I did, I did other things while I was doing that. Like I owned a couple businesses. I owned a nail salon. I owned a car show business where I put on classic car shows trying to find my place, find something that I could do that could get me out of the club. And, um, When I met him, I, I felt less than like, I loved him. I, and everybody treated me good, but I felt less than because I knew where I came from. And I was so scared to let anybody know what was going on in my life. Like for almost 10 years, I did not tell anybody that I danced at all. Like that was a part of me that I locked away, threw it in the closet and put big blankets over top of it so nobody would ever find out. And um, it, it worked for me for a little while. And about five years in, I uh, got pregnant with my daughter. And after I had my daughter, I decided to stay home with her. And I remember thinking to myself, like I cannot be, I cannot show my daughter how to show up as herself and live in who she is if I can't do it myself. Oh. And at that point I had lost myself because anything that I thought associated me to my old life, I hid, I got rid of, I pushed down inside of me and I was a totally different person. And I didn't even recognize myself. I didn't know who I was. I had no purpose. I felt like I was like, I felt like a shell of a person. Like I was just walking around doing the motions and it took me a couple of years to like, okay, what what am I gonna do? And I remember I um had started a a, a cake decorating business because I was like, okay, I want to do something for myself. And I'm I love doing creative things. So I had started a cake decorating business and I would while I was decorating cakes, I would listen to audiobooks. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to how to be a badass by Jen Mm -hmm, Sincero. Jen Sincero that is like the best book ever. If you've not watched it or listened to it, read it, whatever, go out and get it right now. And I listened to that book probably like 15 times. And every single time I listened to it, the part that stuck out to me was that she would say, my life was just, I was just kind of going through life. And it wasn't until I got a coach that I was able to move forward. And that part just always stuck out to me. And I'm like, I don't even know what a coach is, but I know that what I'm doing right now is not working. I'm not moving up in life. I'm not doing, I'm I'm still feeling like I'm lost inside of myself. And I'm like, I honestly felt like I was like in a hole and I was scraping and and trying to get out of it. And I couldn't figure out how to get out of it. And um, I came across a, life coach. And I was like, Oh my God, I need you in my life. (laughs) And, um, I just attached myself to her and I started working with her and it's, it's life coaches are not cheap. And I was a stay at home mom at that time. I was starting to do to decorate cakes. I actually took my, um, retirement Wow, I cashed, cashed out some of my retirement to pay for the life coach for a year. And it was the scariest thing I ever did. Like, I remember like sitting there, like I was hyperventilating, like, oh my God, what am I doing? But I knew that what was going on in my life was not ever going to get better if I didn't take drastic steps to make it different, because obviously things weren't getting any <laughs> different by what I was doing. Yeah. So I did it and I put in the work. I put, I gave it a hundred and 200%. I gave it my all and it completely changed my life. And I was able to uh, find myself and stand taller and say, you know what? If these people don't like me because of my past, something that I did that I, that I had to do to survive, then that's on them. That has everything to do with them and absolutely nothing to do with me. And I'm going to stand in who I am, whether they like me or not. And if they don't like me, that's their loss. And it, it, it just changed me. And once I seen the effects that it had on me and even my kids, like I could see how it was, how me standing in who I was, was affecting my kids. And my kids are little, I have a two-year-old and a five-year-old, but okay. to see that it was affecting them already at that age. I was like, I have to share this with other people. And that's why, that's why I became a coach because I'm like, it, personal development and growth is a lifelong journey. But if I can, if I can be a sliver in someone's journey and help them, like my coach helped, my first coach helped me, then my heart is full. Like, I love
0: I, it. <laughs> Oh, and what, um, do you feel like gratitude played a role in that? What kind of role did gratitude play in that transformation?
1: I think being thankful just for my life, because for a lot of time, I, I was ashamed of it. And once I was able to change my mindset, and look at it as like, this is not a shameful thing. This is part of me. This is who made me who I am. And I would not be who I was if this didn't happen to me. I'm going to be able to relate to people that other people are not gonna be able to relate to because of what I've gone through. And that's a blessing to be able to help people and meet them where they are. Because if I wouldn't have gone through those things and, and had to endure them, then I would not be able to help the people that I can help.
0: Love it. I love it. And that ties right into stories, right? Like the gratitude that, um, you know, the stories that we tell ourselves, that's what, you know, that's what um, affects our perception, because the stories that we tell ourselves become the scene, it becomes, you know, what we see what what we do. Because if we if we look at something, like you said, if you look at something, and you see shame, you don't talk about it, it's going to, you know, shame eats away at you, right? And it's it it, you, like kind of
1: over like this.
0: Yeah, and, and it,
1: like, this is what I do. What? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. and and you know, when you internalize shame, it makes it bigger, right? And the only way to diffuse shame is to talk about it, and not you know make sure you're talking to non-judgmental a non-judgmental friend. But when we talk about it, when we share those stories, and um, you know, we're vulnerable. That's when. That's when people we relate to people. That's where that's where the magic happens. Right. So, we're you know, that's I tried to be very perfect. I remember in the beginning and you're putting out this image and you're like, I've got it all figured out. And people don't want people like that. Like if you've got it all figured out, you know, I don't want to hang out with you because I'm a mess. So you're just going to make me feel bad about myself. <laughs> right? <laughs> all right. Yeah. Um, So that's awesome. So um, do you have any um, parting words of wisdom for our listeners? Obviously, all your links are going to be included um, in the show notes. So if anyone can get in touch with you, um, including where you're doing your videos, um, because the awesome thing that you do now is you're providing value for free to people, right? In, in your Facebook lives every day so people could have access to some coaching without having to pay the big price right in the beginning, they can get to know you. Um, so what are your parting words of wisdom here as far as overcoming yourself and gratitude um, and hiring a coach.
1: I just. You don't have to let what everybody, I think that a lot of people let what everybody else might think of them become bigger than who they are. Wow. And we need to step away from that because everyone is special and everyone has something in them to give to others. And if you let the shadow of what other people are going to think about you hold you back, You're, you're hurting people that you can help. And I'm a very firm believer that if something is placed inside of you, there's a reason for it. And we have to let that light shine so that we can help the people that we are meant to help. They are so much more important than the people that are going to talk junk because the people that are going to talk junk are probably already talking junk anyway, and let them stay over there.
0: Yeah. You know, I heard it once. Like if you're debating like which side of the fence you want to be on, if you go to the right, the people on the left are going to criticize you. If you go to the left, the people on the right are going to criticize you. And if you stay on the fence, both sides are going to call you lazy and indecisive. So just pick whatever you want to do and do it. Exactly. that's awesome um well so thank you so much for uh, joining us amy i was about to say that sentence totally backwards <laughs> um <laughs> it's been an honor um i love watching your lives on facebook and um i look forward to us continuing to work together um and let me know if you need anything from me okay <laughs>
1: thank you so much nicole
0: thank you have a great rest of the day we'll talk soon Okay.